previously on Live at 605. This old, like, redneck guy. Yeah. Like, in his thing, he's like, I didn't know I was joining a sex cult. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, rural antelope, <laughs> Texas. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. to you live from a comfy studio near you. This is episode 8, season 16 of Live at 605. And who's ready for a quickie? <laughs> Always. Um, <laughs> what you going to call it? But we are excited to be your podcasters. I am Val. It's your boy John over here. And we have a very different slash action-packed type of podcast for you this week. Oh yeah, we... Um we're going to steam through a bunch of different experiences and concerts and jams and s- stories and stuff. And we're going to give you as much bang for your buck as you can get, pretty La- much. Yeah, because last year, or last year, that that's what it feels like last year. But last week, we actually, um, Japan went ham for us. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, just before I forget it, yeah. I have the perfect name for this week's episode. What? All Killer, No Filler. Ooh, very Sum 41. Exactly. So, <laughs> right. But yeah, do tell everyone, we had probably our biggest uh, week of downloads in all year for sure. Yeah. And <clears throat> like you said, Japan, a few days last week went absolutely in ha- absolutely in ham, went absolutely <laughs> ham, and we're downloading Frenzy. So what up to all of our friends and fans in Japan? And I would also love to understand, like, I think when we ever, I talk to friends about doing <clears throat> a podcast, and I'm always, like, a fan of, like, when we see other down or sorry downloads in like countries and in areas that might not necessarily not necessarily be like english-speaking areas like obviously japan has like huge english base but like other areas like um in like like southeast africa or like in um like the getting specific getting super specific but like in just areas that you know aren't english speaking but also like might not have a lens into toronto like a lot of our stuff we talk about is very toronto centric for sure um so it is just so interesting to be like oh you know what are they gravitating towards and like one of my friends at work was like do you think they use you and john to learn how to speak english and i'm like i fucking Uh, hope not i hope not (laughs) then they're gonna be using going ham (laughs) fuck boys you know balls deep You never say that. I know, but we the way we talk. I know, but uh, but I thought it was it was very cool. So thank you to all the downloads around the world. Yeah, but even though we talk about a lot of Toronto things, I think we are universal. Absolutely. And our personalities and our ups and downs and yeah and all that kind of stuff. Real stories by real people. Yeah, we've been doing this for five years now, and it's like we're almost five years. Yeah, we're almost at two hundred episodes. Like that shit's crazy. eh? This shit is like another job. Like this is where it's like. We have to, like, make time to do it. But it's also, like, you have to be in the right headspace. Like, there's all these things going into podcasts, which we've spoken about. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, very cool. So, thank you for listening for five years, Tokyo. And if you are new and listening, how do you get in contact with yourself? Ooh, go on to my Instagram or Twitter and see the cool shit we've been up to. So, it's ValGomez23. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp, and yesterday I roasted the Toronto Blue Jays. Whoa. Sorry, I roasted Toronto Didn't Blue Jays. Did they lose? They did. They won today, but I roasted Toronto Blue Jay fans. Why did you say roasted? Because that's that's a big word these days. Oh, okay. So basically... How'd you roast them? Do you remember when I told you Jose Batista, you didn't sign with any team, but then the Atlanta Braves signed them? Yes. 
So basically, Atlanta plays in the National League. We Luckily, we were actually playing Atlanta Braves two games, which was today and yesterday. Yeah. So everyone went ham when they saw that Jose Batista signed with the Braves. And they're like, oh, he's coming to Toronto June 19th and 20th. we got to buy tickets to see his ass and whatever. Oh, no. Well, guess what? Jose Batista sucks so bad. He got released by the Atlanta Braves like three weeks later. Oh, no. So I just said my tweet was nice and simple. It was LOL at anyone who bought tickets today or tomorrow to see Jose Batista. See, that's not roasting Jose Batista. No, I'm, I'm sorry. You're roasting the, everybody else. Yeah, I'm roasting else. the fans. Because yeah. guess what? Maybe you're a fuckboy. Oh, I am in that situation. <laughs> because the Blue Jays suck this year, it's yeah. like everyone who bought tickets that day or that week, it's like, guess what? The game's not even close to sold out, so you could have bought tickets. Jesus. So anyways, cause I too thought about buying tickets yeah. that day, and then I was like, you know what? Who knows if he'll even be playing because he sucks so bad, so I'm like, I'm not going to buy tickets. Yeah. It, I didn't buy tickets, Good. but let's say Jose Batista did play yesterday or yes. today. I possibly would have bought us tickets. Okay. Just to salute the guy. Oh. I do think he's very important to... So you're a bit of a hypocrite is what you're saying. No, I'm just roasting people who bought oh, tickets brother. so quickly when it's like, you can wait this shit out. Because it's not like if the Blue Jays were in first place and every game sold out, it's like, shit, yeah, get those tickets. But anyways, go on my Twitter account and you'll see tweets like that, me roasting Blue Jay fans. <laughs> and, um, and then... On Facebook, you'll see me roasting Jay-Z and Beyonce, because I posted a funny picture of them being sad, and it says, when you drop the second best collaboration Which of the week. Which is bullshit. We'll get to that afterwards, yeah. but what do people do on iTunes? Drop us a comment on our iTunes page, because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Hey! What? The Detroit Pistons. Yeah, they signed Dwayne, Dwayne Casey. Casey. <laughs> yeah, because the Raptors are fuckboys, and <laughs> you know what wasn't are the, the Pistons a good team? Nope. Oh, okay. But you know what wasn't wrong with the Raptors this year? What coaching? Oh. You know what was wrong? What is a bunch of players who are good but not good enough? Uh, so they decided to get rid of a really good coach and just keep shitty players. Good players, but they're not great. How do you make them great? Uh, you're born with it. No, you're not. You don't think you think greatness can be taught? Yes, I think I'm in education. <laughs> no, but what I mean is... <laughs> like, that is the DNA of everything, I think. Yes, you can... <laughs> so, next let question. Me, <laughs> let me just put it this way. Can you teach... <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> but can you teach someone to become LeBron James? Yes. Well, then you killed my point. <laughs> so maybe it was the coaching's problem that they didn't teach greatness. Do you know, like, how Malcolm Gladwell was, like... Um, what's your... Oh! Read that headline. I didn't see it. Oh, Eva Longoria, 43, oh. and her husband, Jose Pepe. Is his name Jose Pepe? <gasps> like Dan Pepe from uh, Thingy? No, yeah. what I was going to say about um, what you call it, you're like, oh, what is the guy's name from Cleveland? LeBron J. LeBron J. That guy? Yeah. Uh, um, what you call it? It's basically like Malcolm Gladwell saying, like, if you spend 10,000 hours doing anything, you can be an expert. So didn't yeah. you say, like, what's his face? Um... What is it, DeMarc DeRozan? Yeah. Didn't he say, like, he picked up his new, like, regime, was like, I'm going to play basketball yeah, every day at five, 5 a.m. or yes. something? So it's like he instantly became better during yeah. the season. He's gotten, he he, he's gotten better. He's regimented lifestyle. He's gotten better every single year. Yeah, so this is what I mean. Like, we know LeBron James is the best player in the world for yeah. basketball. Yes. But it's like, what did he do to train himself to do it? Well, like, I know he's tall. Well, right, no, and that's what he's born with. Basically, but. if DeMar DeRozan started training at 5, he's training at 3.30. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's like, 
he, yes, he has things working for him, but you can train yourself to be the best. This is true. <laughs> just because we're roasting sports teams, mm -hmm. can we also just uh, get your quick thoughts on uh, the Ottawa Senators <laughs> and Mike Hoffman and that whole debacle? So I think for me, and like... <laughs> Much like John's thoughts on education, my thoughts on cyberbullying. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm also just I'm gonna we're piling through so many topics because this is a quickie. Yeah, so. we're going through everything. Yeah. This is like six Speed degrees of rounds. John and Val. Yeah, right. Um, follow the follow the bouncing lemon. Um, what should you call it? So, for those of you guys who don't know, this is not just a hockey story. I would think this is a cyberbullying story. So. Our head senator, our lead <laughs> You just star, say captain. Captain. I was doing like a build-up. Okay. Right? Captain, Eric Carlson, um, had his shittiest year, I would say, since I've started watching Personally him. and professionally. Absolutely. Uh, last year, um, or this past year, the 2017-2018 year we, in the NHL. Yes. Um, and so the shitty thing was also behind the scenes, like a lot of personal, to John's points, thing kept happening, like... His son died. Yeah, very okay. sad. Very sad, like, after being born, like, he was still born. Yeah, um, very tragic. What you going to call it? He was obviously playing with two broken legs still again after yeah. going through, like, monumental surgery after almost making the playoffs. But then on the back end side, a lot of shit was happening to his wife, who, yes. you know, we don't follow on social by any means, but no. it's like... She was getting bullied by one of the other well, um, we, players' wives. What we have to say right now is she was allegedly getting bullied by Hoffman's wife. Yeah. She was getting bullied. That's a fact. Whether or not it was Hoffman's wife. Yeah. Because we don't know. So we have to say allegedly. Yeah. So I think it's like one She's of those getting things. Getting like almost basically getting death threats is yeah. what was happening on a daily basis. Twitters, Instagrams from allegedly Mike Hoffman's uh, fiance, which again, Mike Hoffman and Eric Carlson play on the same team. So. so it's not really good. So having said that, it was like action needed to happen. And yeah. so like Carlson is obviously trying to like, you know, obviously advocate for himself that he wants a new contract. He wants X amount of dollars. He wants like potentially, you know, there was a thing uh, the last game of the Senators. He picked yeah. up a puck to like get off the ice. Yeah. So is it like, was that his last game? You know? But now it's also like, would he stay in Ottawa with Mike Hoffman and all this stuff that's happening? Definitely with his not. Wife? Definitely not. So recently, as of yesterday or the day before, yesterday they traded Mike Hoffman to the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. And then two hours later, yeah. they traded him to Florida. Yeah, he was with San Jose for a grand total of two hours. And then the hilarious thing was, apparently, because uh, from what we've read and heard, San Jose, who had Mike Hoffman for all of two hours, got a mm -hmm. better deal trading him than ottawa did which kind of sums up how the ottawa senators year has gone yeah and so i think it's just like so shitty because we obviously follow the franchise we yeah. like the franchise i do i really did miss watching hockey this year it like, was sad it is sad especially when last year was so much fun yeah but then i also think it's like that's like a big part of like the way you and i hang out after work like we we watch hockey yeah right like we had friends overs to watch hockey games and like this year we just didn't have that investment so it's like if carlson leaves Oof. the ottawa senators ouch despite mike hoffman going i don't think one was contingent on the other for him to stay no but it's like you know do we watch hockey anymore dun, dun, dun. oh man that'll be the big question can you put the sound effect deal thank you Nope. Yep. I don't think I have it. Dun, dun, dun. Anyways, let's uh, let's move on. 
Do you have a sponsorship of the week? I think we should do, because it's such a quickie, let's just roll past sponsorships and just get into it. Wow. I will say one thing was uh, you kind of humiliated me this week. No, I didn't. So this past week I was... Wait, where? Wait. Uh, You weren't even there and you humiliated me. (laughs) So basically I was uh, feeling a little bit under the weather last week, but since I'm a super trooper, I still went to work every day. No. So I still pl- plowed through everything, and you were saying you were you were trying to be nice. I wasn't. What? You didn't humiliate me on uh, on purpose. Okay. And you're just like you're feeling sick. Go to Starbucks and get a cold buster. <laughs> I was like, are you sure? And you're like, yeah, a cold buster. It's great. It helps me when my throat sore. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. And just because I get paranoid, I googled cold, cold buster yeah. Starbucks secret menu, and it was on a secret menu. I was like, <laughs> oh fuck. I'm like, I hate these. That's how legit I am, listeners. Yeah, but I hate this. Oh, by the way, did you read about? Pot. It's no. pot. And if you're a Canadian pothead, it's legal on October seventeenth. Jesus, did you see July first? They're renaming the Air Canada Center on Canada Day to Scotiabank. <laughs> corporate takeover. Yeah. Um, well, it's corporate takeover from corporate takeover. takeover. That's true. <laughs> right. Air Canada C Center business. was. But anyways, mm-hmm. I hate this whole secret menu fucking society Why? where it's like, oh, go to McDonald's and that's for the like. The grandpa fucking old spice burger. No, no, you just said go get the cold buster. So yeah. I, I was like, all right, it's a secret menu. Mm-hmm. I went to Starbucks and I went to the lady and I'm sick and I have a sore throat and mm-hmm. I sound weird and there's a lineup behind me. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, question for you, Mike. Do you guys have a cold buster tea? And she just started bursting out laughing. She's like, no. Why did you laugh at? And I was you? so Why like, didn't you call me? I was so because well, Starbucks so, just said it will close 150 stores. Jesus, <laughs> because they don't fucking they cold busters. So then I was sick. I was like, okay, well then just give me the most sugary drink ever, which is the uh, passion tea lemonade. Oh, that's the worst. Because I I also didn't know what kind of tea to get. I was like, I don't know. So here's okay. So I'm sorry you got a shitty experience and we're embarrassed. But like, this is my thing. At some point earlier this year, right, like in April or May, I was like literally working through having a cold and we have a starbucks like in our like um cafeteria space in our building and so i go down there and like these people know me because i like crash my body clock crashes every day at like about 2 to 3 p.m where i need to either walk and go get a tea or make a tea like something needs to happen but i was feeling sick and i go downstairs and there's like there are these twins who work downstairs twins huh yeah they're like (laughs) these filipino twins and like both of them, like, they're all the staff takes care of me, but this one twin who has, like, cool tattoos and, like, piercings, she's like, Val, what do you need? And I'm like, listen, I just need a tea to, like, fix what I'm feeling. Like, I'm really congested. Like, I, my eyes are, like, basically watering. Like, I think I have a fever, but I just right. need to plow through this. She's like, I'm going to give it to you. It's a cold buster. And I'm like, what is this cold buster? So I'm like, I'll take a grande cold buster. And then basically, guys, for you guys want to try it, this shit will save you. If you are working and need something to, like, keep your, like, like make you run on fumes and medicate you for, like, at least six hours straight. Right. A cold buster. It's a ci- citrus honey mint tea, right, that Starbucks will make for you allegedly they allegedly. never made it for me this chick's a your experience is bullshit that's like like fucking level f crap well it's like should we even be going to starbucks because the next day they close down every location for like sensitivity <laughs> and racism no, training that that's good no it's good but 
the fact that they had to do it was not good. Oh, okay. But Anyways. I would say, like, get the cold Buster tea. I had it every day for, like, a week straight, and now sometimes I just drink it because it tastes soothing. So what you're telling me is I have to find a Filipino twin yes. who's in the know. Yeah. Because this white girl wouldn't serve it to me. 100%. She... Basic B. All right. So that was actually the same day that we ended up going to a kick-ass concert. Woo! So where did we go and wh- who did we see? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back the fucking train up. What? So one of the things that <laughs> we saw, see these guys fighting with bats. There's, we're watching TV. Day. There's about six people with baseball bats fighting whoa. each other on the street. That's so dangerous. Yeah. I love that you're laughing and I'm like freaking out. That's <laughs> just so stupid. The vi- It's just violence is comical these days uh, how bad it is don't say that no i'm not, not making fun of it yesterday in america where like a 10 year old girl who was like a new immigrant was like taken away from her family well that's the whole the trump thing yeah is he basically is starting well people are saying he's starting the starting basis of a concentration camp absolutely and then like i read another story like a few months ago yeah where or not even a month like a few weeks ago where it was like this kid who was on the DACA, like the dream kids who like get another chance in Canada. He was a super successful, came from Mexico, super successful, whatever, had his like new papers to be here and everything, had like a family. And then all of a sudden Trump gets a hold of him. He gets sent back down to Mexico and gets shot. So, um, (laughs) we were talking about cold busting teas and our actual problems in the world. See, but isn't that so sad? Of course it is. That's so, that's why when I say comical, I'm not making fun. It's just, it's so, like, look, here's more fighting they're showing. Uh, I don't like any of this. It's stuff. comically bad. Is this Canada? Yeah, this is all, tr- this is Toronto, the What's GTA. Happening? This is just. What are they, I can't watch this. Uh, let's change the change channel. Change For a shooting? Yeah, this is. Where is this? This, it doesn't <gasps> matter. What? Is that Pulsing Peel? Oh, yeah, someone got shot there. What? This was on Friday. When? Friday. What is happening here? Yeah, I'm going to change the channel. I can't watch this. This is too violent. Yeah. Let's put on uh, NHL awards. Fuck that. I can't I watch can't that. Watch this either. I'm just going to turn the TV off. <laughs> we shouldn't be watching TV no. anyways. Um, what but who do we go see in concert? So what I was going to say was, obviously the last concert we saw was so amazing. It was the fest- Innings Festival Tour in Arizona. We haven't seen a concert since. Right? Since March? Mm. After seeing, like, 18? Did we see anything? I thought we did. Mm. Keep going. I'll no, think about wait. It. We did see something. We did see something. What did we see? Uh, uh, ACC, wasn't it? Was it? I can't keep, remember. Keep going. I'll think about um, it. So, anyway. So, we were, like, obviously, like, as soon as we came back from, I think, innings, you started buying, like, tickets on, like... Like yeah. El Fuego. A <laughs> ticket, I bought two tickets. No, you bought Childish Gambino. Yeah, and Kendrick Lamar. That's it. That's No, you bought something else. That's all. Whatever the mystery concert is, we can't remember. Mystery concert. I can't remember. We saw something, but anyway, the mystery concert. And so we were like, obviously, now that we've gone to a festival, we need to see more tours. And so on Tuesday, which is so exciting, we went to the championship tour. Yeah. At uh, the Molson Am. Budweiser stage. Whatever, fucking Molson Am, Skydome, <laughs> ACC. I don't want to fucking call shit Why can't we name a place 605? We did. The studio. <laughs> yeah, but a place people go to. People do go to. You just live like a lone wolf so nobody comes to Lone wolf, anymore. I'm going to be going through Pride Central to go to someone's birthday party. 
so. In fucking Cabbage Town, where I'll probably get stabbed on the way from Jarvis. What? Look at the violence outside. Yeah, please be careful. Remember uh, when this was a funny podcast? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so then, um, what's your call? But I was so excited. So on the championship tour are... Um, Absol. Absol. Skywalker. Skywalker. J-Rock. J-Rock. Schoolboy School Q. Q. Kendrick Lamar. And you know who wasn't there? SZA. SZA. You know who I really wanted to see? Who? SZA. You know who performed uh, on Sunday? Who? SZA. No! At, at the Firefly Festival. Oh, fuck off, Firefly. Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. So anyway, so we got these tickets, and then basically leading up to the show, unfortunately, SZA heard her vocal cords. Yeah. And it was rumored that she would never be able to sing again, so she canceled a bunch of dates She's can't, on. She hasn't performed in like a month, basically. And so obviously we were like, what the fuck? Because these tickets weren't cheap. No. Right? And we were also like, we love her like uh, Control album. Yeah. So we are like, we really want to see her in concert and like moreover i'm like you know me and my love for kendrick lamar and so i was like just need to see him i don't even care about anybody else um so we were so excited about this because it was basically like the black panther soundtrack comes to life for sure um so how are our seats you did a stellar job so whereas our last kendrick lamar show we were like stage left like off to the side in the most like bougie gangster area yeah but not even like good gangster no. like poser gangster like suburban suburban gangster, gangster and like 16 year old suburban gangsters which was hilarious um we didn't really get to concentrate on the show and like there was like just like so much crap going on these tickets were like dead center 100 yeah. level in yeah. front of the audio booth so the sound was like perfect yeah. your sight line was great yeah um it was just like such a stellar experience and so unfortunately SZA didn't come but we were rumored to like we were trying to think like who else could come like would the weekend come yeah maybe Drake, Drake. Who, knows? who knows somebody else could just be there i was like could Dre be here yeah and yeah, i was like why know? would he come for one song to toronto why wouldn't you come for compton because well, so, he's a billionaire why so, the hell is he coming come here come see me and so in the 713 oh, oh brother. brother so anyway so we go to this show and what i love about shows like this even though like i don't know any real i know like man of the year by schoolboy q but i know nothing about j-rock or absol oh, yeah. i know about all these guys i like absol mm-hmm. j-rock i don't like his voice yeah schoolboy q i love i was actually most excited to see schoolboy q yeah only because i'd never seen him before and I, I put him up there with Kendrick for me. Yeah. I love him in a different I'm way. I'm like fighting words. But uh, I will say, like, we got there during Absol's performance. He was fine. He was really good. He was good. Even J-Rock, I didn't I actually mind. I really liked him. I think the one thing I love about rap or hip-hop shows is that the energy level is always amazing. Like, I would argue whereas Toronto audiences are, like, lackluster sometimes. They don't stand up. The artist will, like, literally say something like how what happened at um wilco right right it's just like this show was like outstanding much like run the jewels and like other kendrick like concerts and things it's like the crowd was actually really good um, oh the crowd was really guys really impressed it was a perfect night mm-hmm. um what were your thoughts then on like schoolboy q and like his performance i thought and- he was great why is this thing red now because you're recording after. Oh, is it still working, though? I think so. Uh, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. The one thing I was going to say, just because we're doing this uh, quickie episode, mm-hmm. my favorite thing about Schoolboy Q was he did the hits. Mm-hmm. But 
with every song he performed, if there was a guest rapper, a lot of times people would just end their song. Like, he has a song called That Part with Kanye West. Mm -hmm. And when Kanye West's parts came on, he rapped his part. Ah! Or he has a song called Dope Dealer. And when Mm -hmm. E-40's part came on, he rapped his part. So So he did the whole song in everyone's parts. And what else I liked about him was that he actually had a live, like, band on the side of the stages, like, in the wings. Whereas all the other rappers really didn't. Yeah. Um, or I didn't even notice with Kendrick, so I was just looking at him the whole time. He may have. Yeah. But, like, I definitely noticed for Schoolboy Q, there was, like, a live drummer. At some points, he played drums. Um, there was, like, guitarists on the other side as well. And what do you think about the man himself, Kendrick Lamar? Obviously. I think, okay, first of all, this is, like, my favorite look on Kendrick. I was, like, smitten, like, top five smitten. I'm like, right. and now you're just, like, stealing my heart from right. that perspective. But I'm like, oh my god, he opened with DNA, and I was like, fuck! Yeah, you lost your shit. I lost my shit. Like, this was, like, the Kendrick, like, I still love the last show we saw, but this was, like, on a different level. Oh, yeah, level. this was definitely the best we've seen him at. Absolutely. And so, like, to the point where I'm like, oh my god, his catalog now yeah. is so good and so big, like, he won the Pulitzer Surprise. Oh, I yeah. keep saying surprise. 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 Pulitzer, Pulitzer surprise. I keep Pro- saying surprise. Yeah. And so it's like he's clearly like an amazing like lyrical sensation. He obviously produced the majority of the songs off Black Panther yeah. soundtrack. So like there's just so much music opportunity, right? Yeah. And so the crowd was so great. But then the one thing that I didn't like, and we can talk about this, was that yeah. like like what was your favorite song you performed? Um shit. I really liked Humble, obviously, is yeah. really good. DNA was great. X, yeah. Triple X was good. So good. Uh, anything... Fr- Actually, we All Right was really, really All good. All Right was awesome. That was probably my favorite right? song, to be honest. That was so you. good. Um, I obviously love Swimming Pools and, like, yeah. almost everything off Good Kid. But, like, it was awesome. There's so many songs he didn't play yet. But the one thing that irked me was because SZA wasn't there... The show actually started an hour later than it would have. Yeah. Right? And then it was about 10.40, and I still remember this, 10.40, and I was like, oh my god, they're already doing Humble, what the fuck, right? And he did this thing where he, got, like, asked the whole audience to sing, and then he kind of came back and, like, brought some people out for the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, 10.46, and we're like, oh no, the concert's at ending in 15 minutes, Right? And I'm like, there's so many songs. They're like, what's he going to end with? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's just done. And that was it. No there was encore. no encore. No yeah. real, like, build up or momentum to the end. And that was such, like, a letdown. Yeah, it's And true. so I was like, what, like, on a Fastbender scale, what do you give it? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Uh, I'd give the whole concert probably a nine. Four nine five. What about you? Ah, uh, nine eight out of ten. Whoa. Nine point eight. I loved it. I loved it too. The only- I followed Kendrick till the end of the earth. Of course, I loved it. The only thing missing was the ending. It just ended. Like you, you don't yeah. need an encore if you just build up to mm-hmm. it. And that there was no SZA and no one else came out for it and you still had to pay full price, which is the only shitty thing because they weren't cheap tickets. And that was the thing. It's like if it wasn't a full show, it was still paying full price. They didn't do all of the stars. Like, no, I know. Which was shitty because it was like all of these anthems off Black Panther he didn't do. And it's like whether or not SZA was there, I'm like, couldn't you have brought, like either used her recording or brought out somebody else? Yeah, but I will say the one really cool thing about the concert was they had the best DJ mm-hmm. 
ever. Oh, yeah. In between and sets. And their hype man in like, between sets. The, the DJ had everyone dancing in between sets. Like, he had great songs by ASAP Ferg, 2 mm-hmm. Chains. He read the audience versus letting the amphitheater kind of play their, like, atrium music. Yeah. In between sets, which was great. So what do you want to talk about next? Um, in the super size episode. Super size. Um, what you call it? Let's talk about jamming. I can do that one really quickly. Yeah, what happened? So jamming has been really fun because I've been tasked. Um, what you call it? Like obviously it's been super busy, so like we don't get to jam as frequently, and I always get upset because we don't jam as much in the summer. But you know, the last time we jammed was three weeks ago, so I guess it wasn't that long ago. It just felt long. Um, but I've taxed the or I think it's taxed is the right word. Tasked or tasked. Tasked the band to learn a couple wedding songs uh, that I want to perform in February. And so the one cool thing is, is that like Z and Rob went away and literally like learned the licks and everything to one of the songs that we ended up pulling off the list. But then what I loved about the experience was that Chris finally came back and he wasn't there the last time we tried this. And so he sang it. And so then it was so good. Um, but just like the energy level, he's like, oh my God, this is outstanding. Like, I'm just so excited for this day. He's like, any chance you guys can move up the wedding? It's like all these things. And I just felt like such a good energy from like that. Like we've tried to perform it like eight times and I orchestrated where things are going to happen in it. So it's like what I love about like doing stuff like this for the wedding is it feels like very much like us. But then also just, like, I'm just excited. Like, it's just, it's it pays homage to us. Yeah. So we did that. We did this other song that's, in, like, you called out as, like, a moment. Yes. Um, and then we're, yeah. It's just, it came, like, two parts of it came together really well. And we'd only really played it that one time. So I was excited for that. So now we just need Brandon to send us his vocal tracks. Yeah, you gotta get him to perform with you guys. Yeah. To practice and everything. Absolutely. But what? I said to everybody, I'm like, if we don't feel good by, um... Uh, November 1st, I'm pulling the plug. Yeah, because I don't want... I don't want amateur hour. Amateur hour at our wedding, yeah. so... So I said if it's that, we'll just do an acoustic set, me and my brothers, and, like, potentially Rob. Yeah. Right? All right, what's next on the Super Size episode? What else happened? Um, do you want... What we, else did we do last week? Uh, that's a lot. We, we went out to Queen Street. Yeah, we went out shopping one day. We... we did drinks in on the patio at the Black Bull. Yeah. And which then, is like the hottest day ever. That was super hot. You, we did some shopping. I think yeah. the big things just talk about Father's Day, boxing, the Carters album. That's yeah. it. And we're done. But if you reviewed, okay, so. We'd save the Carters for last because I'll go okay. into the band of the week. Um, what should we call it? So last weekend was like super hot. So to John's point, we went shopping and everything and we ate on a patio. Then it was like Father's Day, Brandon hosted. Um, my brother Brandon hosted, which was great. And so it was just, again, like two years ago, we ended up going to Brandon's house and it was like the hottest day of the year. For sure. And we sat outside. This year, no exception, again, like 40 degrees with the humidity. And it was like killer. Yeah, for right? sure. And so, but it was a lot of fun. We hung out there and then came back and basically had heat stroke and watched Mad Men. Yeah, but it was perfect. We were so tired. We just like laid on the couch and watched like five episodes of Mad Men mm-hmm. and I was like oh that's a good way to end the Sunday yeah you know what we should start with What's we didn't that? we didn't say we what? watched on either Monday or thing oh yeah the premiere episode of 
13 Reasons Why Season 2. Yeah, we won't give it a fast better rating, but we can talk about whether or not... Did you like the premiere episode? Um, yes and no. I like parts of it. I think what I didn't understand was I really liked Season 1, but I'm trying to think back of when we watched it while we were babysitting Ben, Episode 1, and if it felt a little bit weird. No, we, we liked it a lot the first episode. Yeah, like I definitely want to keep watching it. For sure. Because um, it's like we were so invested in that series and I think it's like one of those series you just have to watch to be in the know. But like there was just something so forced about this this premiere yeah. that didn't feel like that for the original pilot. We'll see if it gets better. I don't know mm-hmm. why or how they're going to do season two. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say there's another new show we should watch that's coming out on HBO. Mm. It's called Sharp Objects and it stars Amy Adams. Stab. No. Stab. I'm Donald Trump. Stab. What's that from? Stab. No, isn't he like knife? Knife. I don't know. Knife. That's so weird. <laughs> I'm John Oliver. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But she has this new show on HBO. Who? Amy Adams. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was thinking of my story when you said the name. So this is what it's like when the other person doesn't pay attention? Yep. But anyways, I don't know what it's about, but I know it's supposed to be good and she's good. So oh, okay. I, we like all the stuff she's in. I like the Muppets. Yeah, and Arrival. Yep. And whatever else. So it's supposed to be good. Like mm-hmm. she's like a reporter who goes back to her small town. There's mm-hmm. like murder mysteries. So. And nocturnal animals. Oh, yeah, that movie's awesome. Yep. So let's pause, eat some dinner, then we'll talk about boxing and Carter's. Ding. So where should we go to next? Now that our tummies are full. Yeah, we had to, we uh, just ate a nice uh, dinner. Should we talk about boxing if our tummies are full? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to continue my fat Franny adventure? For sure. <laughs> so we, we unfortunately had to take last week off from boxing. Yeah. As I said, I wasn't feeling well. You got busy. You had uh, band practice. And work. And work and stuff. stuff. So we ended up missing last. We ended up after doing like two straight weeks of boxing pretty consistently. We took a week off, which I was definitely upset and I really wanted to go, but I was just in no shape to go. Yeah, and I think also, like, the one thing with boxing is you build up, like, the um, resilience and, like, your stamina kind of thing by continuously going (coughs) that when you do take, like, a significant amount of time off, like, a week, especially if we haven't done it that many times, we've only done it four times prior to that, you feel the difference, right, I think, which is kind of crazy. So, to John's point, because we didn't go for a week... We wanted to sign up for another, like, we're still trying out all the different types of sessions. Yeah. Uh, the big hit offers. And so the one that we signed up for was this one, what was it called? Ball and Boxing. And so for those of you guys who don't know what that is, it's basically using a medicine ball yeah. to work your body. But, like, basically this was focusing on your core. Yeah. I think. And so... Have you ever used a medicine ball before? No, but I know what they are. Have you ever used one before? I have never used one before. I've never picked up Did one before. Did you know what one was? Yeah, I remember seeing a medicine ball, but I have like no context for picking it up or anything. So the crazy thing is, um, obviously we hadn't gone in a while. I had a huge presentation on Tuesday, and um, I left work almost on time to come meet you. No goats. I left at 5.30. Yeah. Isn't that what time you wanted me to leave? I wanted you to be there at 5.30. Why? And then you got there at like 6 o'clock. No, I didn't. I got there at... Yeah, I got there at 6, but then we left at 6.10. Yeah, I know. Just because you never... You didn't know want to... You wanted to walk there. Or just take the, the streetcar. Street 
It's just because Toronto traffic, you never know how bad it's going to be. Yeah. And it's one of those things, if we get there at 631, we can't go in. Oh, okay. No, we can't. I wouldn't go in. Oh, okay. I wouldn't. He would go in and I'd just meet you at home because... You want to get beaten up. No, you can't show up late. It's That's part of the whole discipline is getting there on time and they wouldn't let you in anyway so the funny thing about this is is like when everything else john's so loosey-goosey but now his karate regime is coming out where yes. he's so disciplined yeah right? what's wrong with that no it's good it's just you know we need to have the same structure with other things yes that's what i try to do <laughs> keep going it's okay you can call me a pukey patty keep going so anyways we ended up uh, getting to this class on time despite me showing up at John's work to change at 6 p.m. Yes. And so we get ready, go to this class. We do our, we do our stretches and everything. Um, you had a different dummy. You were on the left-hand side of me That's this time. That's what I've been using every time now. No, you're on the right-hand no, side of me. For the first time I was, but now the last two times I do the left side. No, yep. that's not true. That's fake news. <laughs> okay. Only the last time you were on the left because the other girl I met was on the right. Yeah. Um. So at least three times you were on the left yeah that's what i'm saying yeah the last two times including this past week as one of them yes right okay so anyway so you're on the other side of me and then the trainer was beside me yeah like last um, time too just though. like last time and we never had this girl before but she was awesome yeah. and just so fierce like this is the one thing i love about those people they just have like such good technique for sure however i made the mistake before um, not right before, but early enough, like two hours before leaving for John's, drinking like the world's not biggest coffee, but a grande yeah, uh, latte good. from Starbucks. And so, needless to say, it was sitting in my tummy. And as soon as we got there, I think it was like we started doing our regular like, w- like kind of workup or not workup, workout, work workout, but like just like ease in kind of thing like your introductory stuff and so you're doing your jumping jacks you're doing your burpees you're doing your punches yeah just regular shit then you go into your hardcore shit and like some of these moves there was like i was not having it like my body did not maneuver in these ways and all i could feel was like my heart like racing about 30 minutes in and there were still 15 minutes left right yeah and so then all of a sudden i think like with 10 minutes left, we finally picked up these medicine balls. And I was like, oh, my God, I've never picked up a medicine ball before. This thing is so fucking heavy. Yeah, they're small, but they're heavy. And so it was kind of crazy because I'm like, did I just pick up the wrong one? Like, no. you know when you, like, pick up, like, like if you go to the gym, like, the Y, and you're like, oh, I can totally bench press 70, like, yeah. whatever, 5 pounds. And this is the weird thing. I'm like, I usually do the weightlifting at the gym of like 45 pounds but it's attached attached, it's spread out this is just a giant ball you're lifting and it's compressed weight right at the gym so this is crazy so i realize how little upper upper body strength i have right my heart's heart is racing i can't like literally maintain half of these moves and like this was the most like killer workout i think i've had yeah that we found all these feathers where all these feathers just come from they're on the back of that pillow because we never lift up that pillow oh unless you hide them there no i don't hide them (laughs) i'll throw them behind the couch for now good job john so then uh, but that's why you you've never done it but it builds up your upper body strength oh absolutely and like i was freaking out so then like all of a sudden like we what i thought we were almost done because she started hanging out 
handing out the towels i thought the class was done because i for whatever reason always think the class is done it after is you done. Do they just do work cool, cool down. down after but i thought they do cool down then give you the towels no but no. i'm like see what look what a week does to you but i couldn't focus because i'm like i'm gonna puke what? like the whole time and so like as soon as she handed out the towels i thought we were done and i'm like i'm going to the bathroom and then literally like puked up the entire coffee in the toilet so now i'm uh do you have your phone yes okay keep going i have a clip i'm gonna play for you no 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 just keep going it's so hardcore though but then i came back out and i had to like pretend like nothing happened because you're still like doing your cool down stretches and i was like i'm just going right into it because i don't want people staring at me right kind of thing but i was so nervous and then just like not lightheaded but like just like not nauseous but just like like just i couldn't focus because i was in too much like like my heart was racing and like my like it just was so much pain what are you gonna show me this is someone doing comment this is vince mcmahon doing commentary for you after uh the class this is from wrestling yeah it's a famous i've got one thing i want you to do for me okay and that's gonna be right back over here oh no so we just finished class i've been waiting for this okay i guess You want a little coffee or what? This is all I thought about. Huh? This is all I thought about when you uh, said you puked. Try not to get it on the rest of my table here. Huh? Well done. Can you do that? Huh? It's a very famous Vince McMahon clip. You're going to get sick? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Oh, my God. He's, he's going to. He's going to. He's going to. He's coming to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. Too. So when you. Obviously was more concerned that I wanted to Did he just wrestle and then they made him drink a coffee? His name was Puke because he can puke on command. Well, I can't puke on command. No, I know that, but when you... Mm-hmm. Obviously, I was concerned and want you to pass out, but the whole time when you said you puked, I was like, she's gonna... She's <laughs> gonna puke! She's gonna puke! <laughs> so from a skinny mini... Oh, no, from a fat franny to a skinny mini to a pukey patty yeah but that's my my one week in boxing but that's the perfect workout not only did you work out lose weight but you lost even more weight by puking (laughs) and obviously we don't condone puking or anything no but you told me something from your karate class yeah we had a puke bucket and so but how do they discipline you uh, if you messed up, they'd punch you in the stomach to make you puke. Nah. Or when I did my black belt test, it was an all-day, three- or four-hour test, and they said if you leave, you don't get your black belt, and they said if you're going to puke, that's fine. There's a puke bucket there. So you walk over, you puke, and you got to come right back because if you don't, you lose. See? So I said it was nothing to feel bad about. It just means that you were working hard. Yeah, it's just so difficult because it's like – you and I, I spoke to like my some of my teammates at work today and like one of my friends Dave is an actual boxer like he boxes in a ring but he was saying and he's done it for like seven years he was just saying that like you literally do engage muscles you never would right. ever like going to do like jump or running on a treadmill or like whatever like it is insane and then it's also like you know your adrenaline's running but maybe after like 35 minutes of doing like sheer workout trying to lift a medicine ball over your head yeah, i wish we did that was, first I, I almost wish we did do it first because i'm like i have nothing left in me my arms are killing and it was like mainly my forearms yeah but would you want to do that one again or oh yeah like i definitely want to conquer it i think the one weird thing is is i thought medicine balls would come in like weight classes so it'd be like 
five pound, eight pound, ten pound. Right. And then when I looked over at you, you were like, I'm like, how much is yours? You're like, ten pounds. And I'm yeah, like, what all the, the fuck? They're all the same. Of course they're all the same. So I was like, man, no worse for wear. But uh, it was a really cool class. We're going back tomorrow. Yeah, for core boxing. Core boxing. So that's a lot more sit-ups and push-ups mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. are you still enjoying the boxing? No, I actually am. And I think the one thing I like for me is like, again, like I'm sore, but not too sore. But I actually do feel like I feel different, even if I don't look different. Yeah. I just feel different. And I like, I just like it because I feel like even when I tell people like, we box, it's mm-hmm. like such a good like... You yeah. know, people are like, and not to say like I'm a stat whore, but like I just like the fact that people are engaged by that. It's not like a common thing. Yeah, it's everyone I've told about thinks it's cool and they want to mm-hmm. try it or or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm excited to go your way next week. So I'm gonna keep going, but then yeah, I'm gonna come back here and be like jacked. Yeah, but it's gonna <laughs> suck. You'll be off for a week, and then we gotta go back hardcore again. Though, yeah. Right? So that was good. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you? Yeah. Not about boxing. What's what's next on the list? So the other thing on the list that happened this week is was it Saturday? I think it was sa- yeah Saturday when we came back from walking around town. So Saturday afternoon, um, or morning kind of thing. Afternoon. Afternoon. A new album dropped by Beyonce and Jay Z. Yeah. And it was only available on title. Yeah. Which um, is bullshit. But then the video and the first single, Ape Shit, was available on YouTube. Yeah. So we were able to check out that song. Yeah. And then, um, then got to give our first overall impressions. But then Monday, the album The Carters, or By The Carters, yeah, the Everything Ca- Is Love, is that yeah, right? Yeah, By The Carters. By The Carters um, was released on Apple Music, which was great. <laughs> so what are your first impressions of this album so far? So overall, I would say... Like, this album could potentially be top five albums of all year for me. Oh, I thought you were going to say all time. I was like, what? Are you fucking... Yes. No. Um, I think what I like about this album a lot is that it... So, I actually was talking to my friend Calvin at work about this this morning. Because he asked if I like that Kanye song. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But I'm like, did you listen to the Carters? Because I'm like, you gotta listen to these three songs. And so... Which ones? Which ones is... Sorry, keep going, keep going. So I really like the song Summertime, um, 713, Ape Shit, and I think it's called Nice, or Nice Boy, um, which you're gonna call it. But the cool thing is about this album, what I like, is that I was kind of getting, not sick of Beyonce, but like I was just kind of over her, because I felt like, I'm like, you're not the queen of hip-hop to be, but then it was like, her edge on this album, like I like her rapping, because it feels like Rihanna. She's such a good rapper too, actually. And then I actually like the melodies of in like the beats of the song. So a lot of the songs I like are produced by Pharrell. Yeah. But then they sound like the Migos backbeat yeah. kind of thing, which I know you'll like. Yeah. Um, but I just overall like as a jam, they all are really cool. And like seven one three samples, Dre, which was written still by Dre. still Dre, but the song or that lick was written by <coughs> Jay Z, so that's yeah. cool. Um, and then I love the summer song because it just sounds like such a great summertime vibe song. Um, but Ape Shit, like, even the video for it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's shot in the Louvre in Paris. And yeah. Like, they make <coughs> art so relevant, which I like. Yeah, they're just super cool. And What uh, do you think? Yeah, all the, all the same things. Jay-Z's not my favorite rapper mm-hmm. and Beyonce's not my favorite singer, mm-hmm. but 
they're definitely two of the biggest musicians out there and mm -hmm. they obviously make really good music together all their songs they've done are awesome and mm -hmm. i always like it i like when people do surprise albums and don't like announce when something's going to come out because i just like when things drop out of nowhere which is cool so, so how do you feel then like obviously kanye dropped his album what the week before yeah and he the two day the day before he produced the new nas album mm -hmm. and nas which, and jay-z used to hate each other with helene said the nas album's outstanding uh it's gotten bad reviews it's okay yeah the she said she are, liked it a lot the beats are good a lot of people mm -hmm. don't like it i think mm -hmm. it's it's good i don't love nas mm -hmm. either mm -hmm. just never was my thing so that's fair but uh no i like the album a lot so i think the one thing then you and i spoke about so t here's here's my overall review so what I love about this album, to your point, is that it dropped out of nowhere. It actually was like the um, Jay-Z and Beyonce were on their tour and they were in London. And at the end of the show, on the screen, it just came up like ape shit. Yeah. And then I think the video played and it was like new album out now yeah. kind of thing. And like <laughs> the crowd went nuts. Like I saw it on a clip on BuzzFeed. Like people were like, what the fuck? Right. Um, so that was super cool. But there was like... There's obviously, like, rumors and, like, just, like, they've spoken about doing an album together, but just, you know, you never knew when it was going to drop. So I love that secrecy because I think those are just, like, really cool moments. Like, that's, yeah. like, organic hype. For sure. I totally agree. On the agree. flip side, the Kanye's album, what I don't like about his experience was that I felt like there was so much craziness about him in the news right kind of thing and just stuff around him that that felt like he was trying to make himself relevant again to create hype for the release of the album yeah so kind of took away from like even liking it like i don't feel like i've really listened to it since that week that's true and i feel like this album for kanye and his life of pablo album uh -huh. they don't feel like they're finished songs sometimes no. they just feel like ideas and like uh -huh. he only did seven songs on his album and like five of them are two minutes long it's yeah. like if you're gonna do seven songs give me like a 10 minute song uh, or even just like three and a half to four minutes like even jay-z and beyonce their album's only nine songs long but they're like proper lengths there's like yeah. a five minute song three so i just hate i do like kanye's album and i like his album a lot with mm -hmm. kid cuddy but i'm just like it feels kind of incomplete sorry i gotta close the windows because smokers okay keep going um but the other thing i was gonna say <sighs> and my friend liz actually called that Whoa. out um what you're gonna call it when we were at work uh was um the other cool thing is when you load the album and I, i'm sure this is the same on like itunes and potentially um spotify but like when you load the album in apple music or download it all the titles pop up and they're all in caps much like my favorite hip-hop artist Ooh. dams out sorry dams <laughs> album. Damn, that sounds like a cool artist <laughs> much like kendrick's album damn where all like the titles of the songs were one word right and they were all in caps which right. i think is just so badass yeah it's so cool like, yeah ew now i can smell yeah it smoke. smells disgusting our neighbors are a bunch of fucking losers who smoke all the time so Ooh. well i think we're almost done is do you want what's what's on the what's going on next week you're traveling some more oh my god well i'm so sad like the one thing it's just like i feel like i'm traveling so much in the next like three weeks yeah ish that's why we gotta make sure we do lots of fun stuff while you're, you're here and stuff so i'm gonna miss yet another birthday so it's maddie's birthday today did you wish her yeah i'm just on facebook oh okay. yeah i haven't wished her yet so i'll text her later but um i'm not gonna be here for her birthday party so i'm leaving for chicago Yep. Then we get back. 
or I get back on Wednesday night, and yeah. then we leave for Ottawa. That's going to be fun, though. Which will be fun. Then I get back, potentially go to Montreal, then come back, then leave for Austin, Texas, then come back, and then we go to the cottage, yeah. right? Exactly. That's why we got to make sure we make the most out of your summer, because it goes by super quick, so... Yeah. Absolutely, but maybe we can do um, a six oh. I'll do a six oh five remote. Yeah, and this week it's also Pride Week in Toronto, so Ooh. I'm not going to be able to leave the apartment because it's no. our whole street's taken over, which is it's always fun, and I'm excited to see what happens every year. But uh, it just makes it a nightmare to try and get around the city because it's like we're right in the middle of everything. Smack dab in the middle. The one thing I wasn't in the middle of this time around, unconspicuously, was the naked bike ride. <laughs> I always end up going. No, thank goodness though, because it always makes me really uncomfortable. Because somehow I just end up in it, not like participate, not not participating. (laughs) But for whatever reason, I'm always walking down Church Street or Young Street, going to Loblaws or last time was Metro, right? Right to go get us groceries, and then all of a sudden I'm like smack dab in the middle of like a schlong pedaling in the wind. There's always guys, right? Guys and girls. Guys and girls. Who wants to sit on a bike naked though? I know. Don't you get rash? I was thinking more like you squish things or it's like uncomfortable. You hit a bump and your balls go bouncing Ew. everywhere. Yeah. You know what I saw today? There's this guy. Seat up your ass. No, that banana seats would probably be more comfortable. Okay. But uh, you know what I saw today? There's this guy who's riding his unicycle for sick kids oh. and he's riding his unicycle for 4,000 kilometers across Lakeshore. I would not ride a three wheeler 4,000 kilometers. A three wheeler? It's yeah, a unicycle. A no, I know. What I'm, what I'm saying is I wouldn't even ride a three-wheeler that long. Why would you ride a tricycle? Because it's easier than a unicycle. Why, the fuck, why would you just one. ride two wheels? Because that's tough. <laughs> I'm saying a three-wheeler, I don't have to even I don't even have to pedal because I won't fall over. You're on a one-wheeler or a two-wheeler, you're going to fall over if you don't pedal. <laughs> it's just easier on a tricycle. Why wouldn't you just take a four-wheeler then? That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't even do that distance in a four-wheeler. <laughs> He's gone insane. I'm just going to box. Bye. Uh, uh, we haven't even introduced Oops. the band of the week this week. So, <coughs> so obviously the band of the week is going to be the, uh, Carters. the Carters. So why? what's your favorite song or what song would you want to be the band of the week then? So it's either Ape Shit for the commercial tout, which it would probably be my lowest on the totem pole. So we won't do that Nope. Then. Or so definitely for me be 713 or uh, Summer. You, so you decide. No, this is your podcast. 713, please. Which I said, the funny thing was, you're like, oh, 713 is my new favorite song. I'm like, oh, it's the only song that I actually don't love. Yeah, that's because you're mean. But <laughs> and I like to disagree with you, so. Yeah. But no, I definitely, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just out of all the other songs, it's, but I think uh, it's grown on me. We listened to it while we were making dinner. I was like, oh, it's not too bad. And you're like, you said, it is cool because 15 years later, it's the chorus that Jay-Z wrote for Dr. Dre. Yeah. So. And I don't think a lot of people knew that. So why don't you introduce it then? So this is this, this is my favorite song off the new Carter's album called 713. So all the ways to get in contact with us. Facebook.com slash live at 605. Um, Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's ValGomez23. And I'm at Madeline Camp, and I'll be on there roasting people I don't like. And uh, Facebook.com slash live at 605. And iTunes. Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us 
back into the news and noteworthy. Exactly. So I'll be doing a solo podcast next week. But until then, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Cancun, VMA, confidence, you exude, make the fools stay away Me, I play my room, let the fools how they say Fake, had me sitting next to you on the plane And I knew straight away uh, The next time we would speak was like two years away You had a man, you shut it down until you two had a break I bet that dude rude today You kept me up on the phone while you were away You came back, I let you set the date No boo on the plate I bought my dude to play a cool, my first foolish mistake right. Cash and deposit, 24 carry faucets Louis V and Goyard trunks all in the closet Ain't shit changed, the streets are still watching And my little baby blue is like, who gon' stop us, huh? Ain't no way to stop this love Ain't no space if everything I'm representing for the hustlers all across the world Still, still dipping in my lolo Love like this Gotta be special for me to write this Queen, I ain't mean no disrespect But the way I network It's hard for me to connect My first time in the ocean went exactly as you'd expect Meanwhile you going hard Jumping off the top deck <laughs> A leap of faith I knew I was up next I never told you but I told a few people we wed Me, I'm off the roam You going back home instead My first time in my life A live nigga fell dead You came back I had to act like it was cool in my head Thoughts of jumping the broom A player never been swept Cash and deposit 24 carry faucets Louis V and Goyard trunks All in the closet Ain't shit changed The streets are still watching And my little baby blue is like Who gonna stop I'm us, huh? I'm representing for the hustlers All across the world Still Still dipping in my lolos, girl Still I put it down for the 713 And we still got love for the streets To all the good girls that love hustlers To the mothers that put up with us To all the babies that suffer cause us We only know love because of ya America's a motherfucker to us Lock us up, shoot us Shoot our self-esteem down We don't deserve true love Black Queen, you rescued us You rescued us John Mallon and Val Gomez.